From the Old City, a practical Torah commentary by Gutman Lodge. Genesis 6-9, Noach, a long life. Each year we read of the biblical flood and never stop to ask, what does this have to do with me? As with every word in the Torah, these facts must be coming to teach us something important or they would not be there. What do these things teach us today? During Noah's lifetime, God looked down upon his creation and saw that man had become horribly corrupted. Seeing that his handiwork went afoul, he decided to destroy life upon the world by flood. Why did he choose to destroy it by flood rather than any other number of ways that he could have used? For instance, he could have cut off all its air and suffocated all life. Or he could have sent a fire with one word. He could have done whatever he wanted to do. God chose water because water represents kindness, purity, and spiritual wisdom, and the inhabitants of the world had turned their backs to these essential, basic, and natural human traits. So, as always, God sent back to man something in accordance to the way that man behaved. This is the essential lesson here. It is not that God sent the flood and wiped out all life because he promised never to do that again, but rather we are to see how our daily actions bring back upon us equal and opposite reactions. Whatever we send out into the world is somehow going to come back to us. This principle is called portion across from portion, or measure for measure, meter connected meter, and can be found throughout the Torah and in our daily lives. Whenever something comes to us, good or bad, we should look for the reason it came. We should ask, what did I do that brought this to me? In this way, we will be able to guide our lives properly and fulfill our greatest potential. Remember, this is not only true for the negative things that come to us, but it is also true for the positive things. In Noah's time, people lived very long lives. Noah lived for 950 years. As time went on, in each generation, the lifespan became shorter until today when the average lifespan is approximately 78 years. We see from this that long life is indeed a possibility. What can we do to live longer lives? Today, there are three communities in the world where the average resident lives at least 10 years longer than the rest of the world. They are in wildly different locations with wildly different lifestyles. One is in Okinawa, one is in the Mediterranean, Sardinia, and one is in Southern California, Loma Linda. What, if anything, do these communities have in common? One, they are all strongly faith-based communities, Although the three communities have entirely different spiritual beliefs and practices, all have strong beliefs in their particular religion. Apparently, faith gives them an optimistic, joyful outlook that maintains them in this world and also gives them hope for life in the world to come. It seems that spiritual optimism extends life. Two, all have very strong family ties. They express vigorous attachments to their loved ones. 
They are concerned with their children's development and show great love and respect for the elders and their families. It used to be believed that elders who have caretakers live longer lives. Now studies show that caretakers of elders live longer lives. Three, their diets are plant-based. That is, they eat little or no meat. Increasingly, health reports show that eating meat is an unhealthy practice. This is especially true today when meat contains such toxins as steroids, hormones, and antibiotics. In the temple days, over 2,000 years ago, within each shift of on-duty priest, one priest's job was to visit the sick priest. The commentators explained that they were sick because they ate too much meat. In this week's section of the Torah, mankind, through Noah, was for the first time given permission to eat meat. From the time of Adam, the first man, until Noah, some ten generations later, mankind was forbidden to eat meat. But from this time on, Hashem allowed man to eat meat if he so chose. One commentator explains that the world had become so accustomed to killing that God gave man permission to slaughter animals instead. The intent is that man can satisfy his thirst for blood by slaughtering an animal instead of killing a person. It is interesting that a short time after this permission was given, some two generations, man's lifespan was less than half of what it was before he was allowed to eat meat. In summary, if you want to live a long life, love God and do something about it, love your family and do something about it, and love your veggies and do something about it. There is one dot com.